Hey, everybody. It's Thursday. That means it's time. It's time for the Art Fight Podcast. In this corner, my co-host, Brian Siskin. How are you today, Brian? Doing great, sir. How are you? I, I guess you're in the blue corner because Marlos is clearly in the red corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Owning the Marlos. red corner. Ding, ding, ding. Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> How y'all doing? A, a, a contender if there ever was one. Marlos, we're glad to have you here. Uh, Marlos, this is the second time we've had you on the podcast. You got a new yeah. project you just did last week. You reached out to me and we were talking about maybe trying to get some coverage for you. I, we haven't had a chance to talk about this, but I have to tell you, when you're doing a, um, a, uh, a vote mural and it's like less than a week before the vote is actually happening, it's hard to hurry up and get these editors to okay a story or anything because by the time we get it done, it's going to be after the election. And by then, you know, everything might be up in flames. Who knows what's going to happen at that point? Um, (laughs) Exactly. So so people have been reticent to, to let me cover this mural. And so I suggested Marlos, why don't we uh, talk about it on the art fight podcast? And we have you here today. Oh my God. Yes. And, and (laughs) you know, I appreciate you putting it out there like that because, I think, um, you know, the time window is super small, mm-hmm. but being able to come on and just talk about it, like that's, that's, that's just as good. Yeah. So. Right on. And we can all share it. I mean, it's a, uh, it's, it's kind of the beauty of this format is we can do it right now. And by, by tomorrow morning, we can all be, you know, even by tonight, we can have it out there and right in front of our friends and all of them can see it and they can share it with everybody else. So it's, 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 uh, I hope it's a good alternative for you. I'm certainly happy that I'm getting to do this, uh, probably even more than getting just to write about the mural. Um, I want to say, like I said, this is the second time you've been on the podcast. Uh, you were one of our earlyish guests actually on the podcast. Uh, but yeah. the last time you came on the podcast, you were with the juice. The juice is not here today. The juice is loose. <laughs> yeah. Who let Yo. the juice out? <laughs> oh my god, man. Yeah, Ju- juice is like um he's chilling in Memphis right now, but he's about oh, okay. to come back real soon. All right. I- I'm yeah, I'm sure he'll be loving this right here. Right. How's he doing? He's doing good. He's doing yeah. good. He has the um stacking his chips up and like ready to get back to work. Uh yeah. get back to because you know he's in the film. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's one of my partners on Night Shift Network. Right. Like, so when he, we, we stoked about him coming back and then we get back to it, you know? Yeah, right on. That's cool. And that's, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, every, every, every artist or fighter person that we're talking to nowadays, everybody's got their own story. And I, I was just reading a story about the, uh, uh, about how, there's a there's a new series. This is it. Don't have to be very specific about this, but you'll notice that on many streaming platforms, all of a sudden, there's lots of international stuff available, like international series and things that normally wouldn't be on American Netflix, etc. And the reason for that is because they're starting to run out of content because no one's been able to make any new series or TV shows since all this, uh, you know, pandemic hit. Um, yeah. So, uh, and I, so I, I feel for my filmmaker friends because it, it's sort of like my music friends where it's like, you know, we want to record, but that means a whole bunch of people in a room together. We want to play shows. That's a whole bunch mm. of people in a room together. You know what I mean? And so it's, uh, it's, that's what, that's what you movie know, making. You is, know what my you know? thought is, you know what my thought is about that though, is that I think it's actually like, I'm watching, uh, have you ever seen the Odyssey of film? It's just like this incredibly long series. It's on Hulu, but it's, it just goes through the entire history of film, right? Not Mark Cousins, right? That's the story of film. Are you talking about that? 
or maybe that's what it is. Yeah, sorry. The, the story with of the Irish guy talking yes. like this. Yes. Yes. Oh my god, dude! I saw that. At, I saw that at the Bell Court, and they, it's a series that was it's you know long. In, a European series, <laughs> and we would watch that at the Bell Court. Like it was like a month of Saturdays and Sundays, and you'd watch like two episodes on Saturday, two episodes on Sunday, two. I think it was something like that. it was insane. But for a whole month, every weekend, we just spent the whole time listening to Mark Cousins talking yes. about the history of film. <laughs> Look at I know, this man. It's it's like a What's meditation. It's the strangest thing. But <laughs> what's she thinking? Who's this boy? Everything ends train? on all of his, <laughs> all, yeah. of his uh, all of his sentences end with upspeak. It's very interesting, right? It's but um, yeah, but, I love that guy. But so check this out. The reason why I bring that up is because I, I watching that, I'm like keeping all these notes of like, oh, I need to go back. I never actually saw that, yeah. or there's you know, what, like there's so much, and it just got me thinking about just how much. It's nice if, if content slows down a little content. bit, like fine, <laughs> right? Like there's a, who's really actually gone through the depths of what already is. There's right. so, there's so right. much richness to be still on earth that has well already happened. Well, there's like, probably more than half of the Hitchcock movies I've never seen. I could just spend right. a couple of weeks watching those. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I guess I was just thinking about that. Yeah. He's made so many movies, but anyway, so, right. so we, we, so we say, we say, uh, we say, uh, all hail, all hail juice and safe travels back to Nashville. And we're sorry that he's not with us here today, but we're happy to have you here, Marlos. And, um, and I, I knew that you had a project going on because you were tweeting about it. We're big on Twitter and, yeah. uh, we believe, we believe in the tweets, even though it's, it's a weird platform sometimes. Uh, oh, yeah. but, but, uh, but you tweeted uh, a few weeks ago that you were going to be uh, um, a part of a project um, with uh, Third Man Records here in Nashville, and you were pretty excited about it. I was glad to see that tweet. I think I gave it a little love. I think I loved on it a little bit. Maybe even retweeted it. That was all I knew about what you were doing. And then, bam, next week or last week, uh, I start to see all this buzz uh, on social media about you and a crew of people doing a mural. And why, why don't you tell us a little bit about how that project came to be, and then we can talk a little bit about it. Okay, yeah. Um, wow. So let's see. It went up last week. Literally about three weeks ago, Jordan from Third Man contacted me. Mm -hmm. And um, Jordan is is very cool people, you know. She um she's the art director at Third Man. Oh okay. Yeah, and and uh, Jordan hit me up and was like, "Yo, we we saw your work, we love it, and we we have this idea. Like, would you mind coming in and doing like this a voting mural on mm -hmm. on the side of the building?" And I was like, "Yo, yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, yeah, that's dope, like." <laughs> it's crazy man it's crazy because it's like it, i think it made sense for us to get it done you know mm -hmm. and um she was trying to have meetings with with her people and you know everybody's like just the pandemic changes everything so everything right. is like day-to-day -day basis and uh that took like a week and finally got the okay on everything and we decided to um because i was thinking about doing like tarp but mm -hmm. I was like, yo, I want to try canvas. Mm -hmm. And so um, I had already made a design in between of us waiting on like the final green light and all that. Right on. Uh, yeah. So that was dope. And literally last week, last Monday, 
me and Jordan went and got all the supplies. And by the time we dropped it off, uh, at, at back at my studio, I had to, uh, it, the building was about to close. So we, mm. we, you know, I had to leave. Mm. Um, and I, I just, I was like, yo, I'm gonna get a fresh start in the morning. I could have stayed, but it's like, I'm, I'm gonna get a fresh start in the morning. So mind you, it's a 15 foot canvas. Mm-hmm. The largest canvas I've ever done in my life. Uh-huh. Like, so what are the actual dimensions? Is it 15 feet high or 15 feet long or 15 feet all the way around? It's 15 foot long, uh-huh. 12 feet high. Okay, wow. Yeah, that's big. Yes. You've done Freaking. some big stuff, but that's big. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's it. And, and you know, um, so I ended up, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but, but in the studio at Magruder, we got a whole wing that's not used. Mm-hmm. And uh, for a while, somebody had put a bunch of food down there and like, it was crazy. Like all kind of rats and stuff. And oh, no. we had this. Yeah. It, and I saw it myself. I went down there one day and I was like, yo, the rat king lives down here. <laughs> like it was, and I heard some in one room. It was. It sounded so big, but dragging. I was like, I don't <laughs> want to see that. Wherever it is, I'm, I'm out of here. I don't want to see that in person. <laughs> but since then, we had the exterminators coming in and all that type of stuff. But that was the only space large enough for me to work in in, oh, okay. in that area. Yeah. So, um, it's it's pretty much an empty room with desks. Uh, yeah, I remember desks. that. I remember seeing that when I toured around there with you one time. Yeah, and and we some people call it the dungeon. Courtney calls it the magical wing. It's definitely a dungeon. It's a, but Courtney's, we got Courtney's too optimistic. <laughs> oh yeah, she is. Yeah. If oh, you go magic. down there, you like <laughs> Marlis, it's a dungeon. <laughs> it's, it's a dungeon, man. It, it, her and her and the baby came down there because we went and voted last week too. Her and the baby came down there for like 30 seconds and I was like, yo, I, I just didn't feel comfortable with them down there because that's how like it's crazy, but um. So Tuesday I come in, lay down uh, the base coat, so mm-hmm. I can't do anything else after that. Right. Uh, you know. And now, do you have it? Do you have it? Um. Do you have it like just laying on the ground because it's so big and you just have to work on it on the ground? Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's on the ground. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I'm a I'm gonna get to that too. Like, bro, one of the most brutal paintings I've ever done in my life. rolling around on concrete it was it was like a heavyweight fight i'm sweating (laughs) you know what i'm saying so back to art fight (laughs) like i'm i'm literally in there fighting and and it felt great though because it's like um I, i had a roller brush and that's like i felt like honestly it felt like a montage on rocky (laughs) <laughs> you know, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so um yeah the first day uh painted the base coat had to let it dry come back let me, the next let, me, let me ask you a question real quick because I, I this probably doesn't matter to anybody but i, I am <laughs> too curious about this technical stuff what are you doing for the is the base coat just like a gesso or are you putting just a paint coat what do you put on this what do you put on the very surface of the canvas so that it's paintable i'm glad you asked it that's a good <laughs> question <laughs> so um what i what i envisioned at first and well what i envisioned was using off-white 
um, off-white paint yeah. as the base coat. And and that but that's because of like the uh, element that's on one side, the flag element. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't want that to be like crispy white. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to almost resemble like a battered flag and a tethered flag in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went with an off-white and just did the whole canvas in off-white uh-huh. first. So that was my base coat. Um, aren't there, so aren't there, I, I'm not a, I'm not a painter necessarily, although I did take intro to painting, uh, at city college in Harlem, uh, <laughs> <laughs> for, uh but uh, it you was, went to it, city college in Harlem. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, uh, I, you know, me and Nuveen were up there in November and she did a talk there. Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Let me tell you, I mean, you know, Nuveen them, Marwari, also a friend of the show. Well, not to get yeah. on a tangent, but City College is a very, very special, special place. And like, it's the oldest university in New York City. It's at the top of the hill. It's the top Manhattan. And uh, the history awesome. and the, the history and the culture there is unbelievable. But, you know, so I, I took a um, I took anyway, my point is I took an intro to painting class there. And uh, that was when I learned that there were uh, different types of base layers that you would do based on your intention or whatever it is that you want to sort of amplify or mute or you can it's a it's a mechanism like i don't think that people that don't really understand painting right or optics don't really understand that when you're seeing a painting you're looking through various layers or lenses of paint color variations that all sort of blend together and then refracted sort of back at you like the actual optics of paint right so like if you if tell me if I'm wrong, but it's like if you paint the back of a or the base layer of a canvas to be red versus, uh, you know, white, you're going to have a very different uh, sort of refract refractory quality to whatever paint you put on top of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So that's, like, that's, yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if like. Uh, if you for this particular project had any particular base layer uh things that you were doing that you maybe either hadn't done or were special for this you know this this particular location yeah i think um i think with this the the back the initial off white background as the base coat was one of the uh for me one of the most important things i had to make sure that color was right and mm-hmm. Um, also the way that I use color blocking in this piece was a little different as far as, um, they're, they're in like blocks and rectangles. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you look at that piece, everything is broken up into these blocks and rectangles, mm-hmm. like stripes and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's really interesting because some kind of way, I don't know what conversation is having with math. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, but it's something there. And, I, and so I think that's something that I did like a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet in each case, all of these squares and rectangles, none of them are perfectly uh, angled rectangles mm-hmm. and squares either, you know, so they still got, it's almost like it's still breathing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, does that mean that like, uh, sim- does that mean that symmetry for you, uh, feels like confinement? Yeah. I, f- I think in a way it does. Um, uh, 
it feels yeah i feel like it's it's confinement in the sense of like um can i get personal joy out of looking at my work mm-hmm. being confined mm-hmm. and i feel like i can't like there's <laughs> so many you know there's so many times Honestly, when I, I look at a canvas with nothing on it and the different dips and plane changes in the canvas are, are what um inspire what's next, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah, that's very much. Oh, I will also say another thing I did a little different is I made a sketch mm-hmm. beforehand and I've been doing that a lot yeah. more this year. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was going to ask you about that because you you mentioned just a second ago that you had a design that you put together, you know, while while Third Man was figuring out exactly what was going to happen or how it was going to happen. Uh, but I was going to ask you that, you know, is that something you normally do? And you say that's something that you've just like done more of recently as opposed to just like, here we go. I'm making a painting. Bam. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's something that's something I've been exploring more this year, but it, it happened naturally. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think really starting in January because we had, that's when everything hit the fan. Everything Mm -hmm. was starting to hit the fan in January. And like the energy was already weird. And I happened to just be in the studio. Um, I, you know, fresh, fresh off of the solo show at Red Arrow, Mm -hmm. fresh back from New York. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, let's do something. Let's, let's show, let's, let's, let's show our growth and, and let's, or let's grow. That's what I was feeling, you know? And then I started being hanging in the studio, finding old sketchbooks. And from those sketchbooks, there's a couple pieces that I pulled out and I was like, yo, I've always wanted to make this as a painting. All right, here's the chance. So I started doing that uh-huh. from those sketches. And then I ended up making like three big pieces of paper. And I did about, uh, 10 mini sketches of painting ideas on each page. Yeah, right on. And then I, now I started knocking those out. So, yeah, um, that's, that's, I don't know how it ended up coming like back into the practice like that, but it has, and I'm, it's kind of cool. But it's also a fight I've noticed. And um, for me, like it, I had to get away from wanting it to be exactly like the sketch. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. You know, cause it's something about it when you, with your pen, your pencil, your pen or whatever, crayon, different things are going to happen. But now I'm like, it's awesome to have these two different versions of it. I think too. Yeah. That's, that makes sense. To, I mean, it makes sense to me for somebody like you, you know, who's used to, uh, you know, more like, you know, sort of just like spontaneous expressions as you're making your paintings. It makes sense that, that you also would, you know, even if you started with a plan, you would also find things happening as you went and feel like, Oh, that wasn't what I intended, but I like it, or I'm going to do this now. And all of a sudden now you're veering away from the plan, but it doesn't really matter because the plan helped you start it. And now you're doing the new thing you're actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's rad. What was the, uh, what did, you know, you remind me of talking about the earlier part of this year um, that one of the last 
art events that I was actually at in person was a benefit that we did at uh, Tournament Studios for Magruder. Uh, Magruder is a uh, family resource center in the North Nashville neighborhood where you are uh, in charge of, is this right? Are you in charge of the artist residency program there? Is that correct? Yeah, me and Courtney Adair You and Courtney Adair Johnson, yeah. Yep. And, and you um, got... Go ahead. I'll let you talk. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, and then, and then, and that's. I just wanted to make sure that people know that when we're talking about your studio and this building that you're in, that's that's what that is. That's this family resource center where there's a number of different agencies and stuff that are you know just there to serve the community. And then you and Courtney started this arts program there as well. Oh my God! Yeah, we did. We did that, man. And like, it's been amazing. Um, amazing energy and love from like the community you know um and and all over man like some of the people who have came through those doors to like visit us there it's crazy it's it's like dude it's crazy and and um we both still love like being there and it's, it's a special thing to i feel like to be able to make that make this work mm-hmm in the middle of the community that I'm living in. Yeah, that's rad. You know, that's freaking irreplaceable. Uh-huh. And it is, is that Magruder building, is that an old school building? Yeah, it was John Early back in okay. the day. That okay, yeah, it's really a rad building, man. I really like the vibe in that place. It feels like... It feels like a, it, it, I mean, it feels like a school. It feels like you're in this sort of academic space, but it's also, you know, like, like you've like, you know, like you guys have shown, I mean, there's, there's room there that you can just sort of make your own and you've got a rad studio there and plenty of room to like, you know, spread your stuff out. Even, even, even a canvas that big, you found a space for it, you know, to work on. And I think it's a, it's a really cool project that you guys do. And then you guys also work with young people and teach them about art and teach them about social, uh, social practice art. Is that correct? Yeah, we definitely do. Um, tell, tell, tell our, our listeners who don't, even some of our art listeners probably don't know what social practice art actually is. And certainly a lot of people who are here from our fight audience uh, don't know what we're talking about. So tell us a little bit about what is social practice art? Man, social practice art. That's a big question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's, it's so many things, but I think it's, um, it's, for me, it's connecting with community, uh, hearing community stories, mm. sharing stories, setting up opportunities for these stories to be shared amongst each other. Mm. Um, I think it's uh, it's it's acknowledging uh, acknowledging obstacles and and um disparages and also trying to help like find ways to rectify these situations mm-hmm. and and like change these courses the negative courses but also identify the positive courses of how we make positive changes that's what i mm-hmm. think it is 
Yeah, right on. I think that's I, I think that's a great answer, and I think that's a, like an insider's answer, and I appreciate that more than the the regular sort of academic sort of you know textbook answers that you usually get. I mean, I I appreciate what you're saying, and and I want people to also understand. You know, if you guys saw the last episode when we were talking to Sam Dunson, we talked a lot about North Nashville. North Nashville is, uh, you know, in many ways the most important community in our our community because it's where the uh, Stieglitz collection is, the best art collection in in Nashville. Which is at Fisk University, Fisk University, TSU, Meharry. All of these places are uh, historically black colleges and universities. And those HBCUs really are the core of what make up that whole neighborhood. That neighborhood's there because those places are there. So, so when you're talking about North Nashville, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's an academic community. It's an artistic community, and it's a historically black community. And and the 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 idea that you guys have found a way to put that arts program in Magruder and focus it on that community for that community in that community, it only makes sense. And, and it's like, to me, it's like another great addition to the arts legacy of that place. Yeah. And I, and I appreciate that, man. I really do appreciate you acknowledging that and seeing that. And I agree. It's, it's, I can feel that it's like, his like some historic stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's just a beautiful thing, man, and being able to be involved in that. And um, I think you came to my film screening that time, didn't you? I think so. And yeah. Was that yeah. where was that? Was that at, at Magruder? Yeah, in the library. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Dude, stuff like that, like mm-hmm. not sitting up here. It's like not trying to reinvent the wheel where it's like, Oh, where can I screen? Where can I screen? Dude. Magruder has literally provided the things that I need mm-hmm. in order to create. Mm-hmm. And in turn, I, I, you know, I would hope that I provide things that they need, which, you know, I make sure I'm around and I help out when it's time to like help out and, Mm-hmm. I help run the front desk sometimes if somebody on break or, you know, somebody not theirs. Mm-hmm. We all like take care of each other there. So well, it's ultima- a beautiful thing. It's kind of like ultimately you're you're trying to get at, you're kind of describing the, the stuff of what, when people say community engagement, that's sort of glossing over so much, right? Like, but it seems like what you're describing is this real, um, it's an articulate way of looking at it because it's basically saying that there's all this energy and, and wherewithal to be engaged with the community. But how do you do that? You have to be of, uh, you, you have to be in a place where you're telling the stories and you're amplifying stories. And you're also uniquely trying to art, like focus that beam in different areas. You're getting people to engage with the, the material things that are that community. And then the vehicle ultimately is expression to sort of get that stuff to be, uh, you know, sort of like put out into the 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 sort of ether of the community in this way where it kind of starts to just be this sort of critical mass over time. And then there's like a consciousness that comes from that. I don't know. So like, I feel like that what you're articulating to me is like uh, this, it's really just highlighting the importance of expression inside the, the sort of idea of community engagement. Yes, yes. And I love the way that you frame that. Like, yes, Um it's it's like that that engagement is oh my god like going through and locating artists within the community like people who who live there who never really had a chance or or even 
knew where to begin to mm-hmm. express themselves and to be able to like provide help provide those opportunities man this it's beautiful and it's like the best uh i guess the best payback mm-hmm. you know for for me it's like man being that's that's currency to me that's being paid Mm-hmm. Because it's like being paid in your soul, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's great, man. And I think, you know, again, back to our, you know, talking with Sam last week, it just underlines this idea, but it, it really feels like, you know, no matter what kind of creative pursuit you're involved in, you know, some, you know, some of our peers, you know, are professors at university. Some of our peers uh, teach high school kids, you know, some people do it in a more formal way, but I think all of us ultimately in one way or another, find a way uh, just because it's just, it's just the nature of the beast in a way, but it's like everybody sort of finds a way at some point or another to sort of turn around and say, Hey, you're kind of lost over here. Like you, this is how you do it. You go this way. You know what I mean? Now go that way. Now do this. Bam. Now you, now you're on your way. You know what I mean? And it's like, there's whether it's as a mentor or, you know, somebody doing, you know, community art projects where you're opening opportunities for, you know, uh, just anyone in the community to be a part of a creative thing. Um, or, or even, even doing like what we would call creative placemaking where you would work with people in the community to put art into a community that normally isn't considered to be a cultural space. You know, I think all of that stuff, you know, which, which of course you're involved in all those things. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a way it's, it's, it's rather like what, you know, what you're, what are, what many artists do as formal teachers in some way, but you're just doing it sort of on a broader scale for shorter bursts of time, you know, and, and even, even the voter, uh, mural project in, in its own way, even though, even though, you know, it's really something you did, you, you painted it, but, it's a it's a it's something that's in the community to talk to the community. Yes. Yeah. In this case, the yeah. South Nashville community, Pie Town. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And yeah. and uh, you know, being able to do that, it's it's this this it inspired me because it's like I I kind of see it as. One of them uh, MTV Rock the Vote type things. It's like, uh-huh. that's cool. Yo, this is super current. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, super important, man. And um, my cousin actually uh, came down to Nashville the other day. He's a truck driver, mm-hmm. and like, he called me and was like, "Yo, come holler at me." So I went over there to his truck, hollered at him, uh-huh. and he was just like, "Oh, what is? What do any of these people ever do for you?" for us and like what do they do for america what did obama do what uh-huh. did trump do? why vote and i'm just like uh-huh. oh why not vote you know <laughs> like, so you're just gonna let everything like your voice and you know i think about the people from the past who who have literally died and been beaten and been all mm-hmm. kind of other things just to have the right to vote and have yeah. some say over their life. And, you know, I, yeah. I just, I don't want to let them go out in vain like that. Yeah. You know? even, even even if you see that as people grasping at straws for res- representation, that's, they, they were willing to die to have the vague chance of representation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's like, uh, I really do think that it's something that you have to, you have to kind of, you have to ponder that because uh, this is also, 
for whatever reason, especially now, I really feel like people think that these things were a long time ago in this distant, separate past. And it's just not that long ago. No, it's <laughs> so not. It's wild. Uh, um, um, my homeboy was just telling me the other day, he was like, yo, do you realize Hitler was just like, what, 80 years ago or something like that? I don't know. Mm hmm. It yeah, was there's, like, there's people there's people still alive talking about how that sucked <laughs> yeah that's oh, true. Uh, yeah <laughs> it's true yeah. i have a, i have a friend who's german and she would tell me you, you know you every you know we know we know the people on twitter always complaining about like how tough their uh their uh you know their thanksgiving is because they've got to deal with their you know their political relatives on either side of the screen did we lose marlos no. Oh, there he is. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we have we have more of him than ever now. So, so, so you've got you've got your relative, you know, whatever side of the political aisle you're on, you got to get together with those relatives at Thanksgiving and deal with them, you know. And uh, and this this girl that I know was telling me that in Germany it's particularly bad because there's like literally still people alive who are from the World War II era who were not who were Germans. You know what I mean? And and a lot of those people still feel the way they used to feel and it's it's intense man and it's and it's and it's real it's a real testimony again to like how present that stuff still is you know what i mean that's like that's that's not old history you know what i mean my father was born during world war ii you know what i mean that's how that's how young that is you know but i'm still, I'm still weirded out that i was born during the vietnam war i know yeah me too it's weird i it's i cannot tell if if I just grew up, you know, our Generation X grew up seeing so much of the Vietnam War in our pop media for the mm -hmm. rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. I don't I can't tell if it's just that or if I actually have memories of being a little kid watching the news and seeing helicopters and soldiers. I think I did. But but I certainly grew up with it after that because it went on. I mean, what we got was like 75, I think, is the fall of Saigon or something like that. So I'm, I was five years old. You know what I mean? So I was definitely old enough to remember some of that stuff. You know what I mean? That's why I got this this thousand yard stare <laughs> <laughs> from watching the six o'clock news when I was five. <laughs> That'll do it to you. <laughs> yeah, Marlis, how are you staying sane right now? What's what's making you the happiest and most even feeling as a human being right now? Uh, I think the fact that uh, that I'm still able to create and watching my friends and other people able to create. Uh, still being involved and in, in like in communities like we're all a community you know so this right here is um is basically us breaking bread together you know mm -hmm. as community mm -hmm. so these these type of things um uh, playing video games me and my me and my um roommate got we we be on we're on the playstation 4 oh, right on. call of duty you know we playing it a lot <laughs> Uh, oh, making music, huh? You got that UFC game? No, should I get it? Get that UFC game, and we can fight each other. They got what? Do they have Anderson Silva on there? Oh yeah, they got Anderson Silva on there. They also have. Uh, they don't have Deontay Wilder, unfortunately, but they've got Joshua and. Uh, and also, uh, uh, the big Irish dude are both on there. Like the boxers are both on there. So they no put way. boxers in the game. 
Yeah, they put boxers. Mike Can Tyson used to be in, 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 the, uh, in the second one. They had Mike Tyson was in that one. I wish Mike Tyson was still in it. Bruce Lee's in it. Does <laughs> the game allow them to vaguely function on the ground or anything? Yeah, they yeah they do everything. But I sometimes I, I like lately one of my fun things to do is just to go. You can all, all of a sudden they have a mode that's the Kumite mode. So it's like blood sport, right? So you're in this crazy <laughs> blood sport situation. So like lately I've been, I, what's his, I can't believe I can't remember, uh, Tyson Fury. So just the other day I did, I did Tyson Fury against Joshua in the in the in the kumite and <laughs> and i set it up so it was stand up only so they could kick but it, but Yay. but but those two fighters like the even the, as the computer that the they won't kick very much if it's if you're using one of those fighters so i did tyson against joshua and i, I knocked him out in the second round <laughs> it was sweet too that jab was so sweet <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm ready to see that fight in real life too. Well, we can I we can try it out together and see see how. I just I, I just I, I feel like that's I feel like that's a wormhole that I don't want to open up in my life because I see how genuinely enthusiastic you guys are about it, and yeah. I know that I know I know that I would be too, and so my, yeah, I just don't even have a game system because I know that a I would get into it like that. Uh, be uh my wife would definitely get into it and then be competitive with me about it <laughs> and it would be like a source of contention probably right that's the only and, uh, UFC. Then, i'm sorry good oh no i was just gonna say and then i know finally that there'd be some weird sad point in about a year two years into it where i'm like fuming at a at a 15 year old kid online that I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know, competing with or whatever and it's uh -huh. like okay i I saw the, I did the whole montage of what my gaming future looks like. <laughs> yeah. and I'm Exciting. just walking it back. Yeah. I'm walking <laughs> back. I don't, that's the only, the UFC game is literally the only game that I play. And I basically limit it to like, uh, like after all my work is done before it's time to make dinner, I'll whip it on and, and play a game or two and then I'll make dinner. So that's, that's about it. I, I'm able to keep it under control. <laughs> can, can, can your wife yeah. come on and vouch for you about this because i she feel will, like she will totally vouch for me on this okay so she doesn't <laughs> she, she's not gonna talk like, like joe's been up till four in the morning ever yeah, since no, the pandemic no, started no, no. it's also too <laughs> the the, the, P, the ps4 for us is also just it's just sort of like our hub it's it's our blu-ray player it's our all, all of right, our yeah. channels go through there so it's really just what our solution to not having cable tv basically <laughs> it's that's yeah. so you just put such utility around so, something so narcotic right yeah yeah, it's fine. Perfect. It's, fine. it's perfect. It's, it's just it's, it's like it's it's like it's like the electrical <laughs> box on the wall. It's just simple. You just need it for your house. <laughs> yeah. oh That's right. You gotta have it. You gotta have it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey. honey, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marlos, why don't you tell us a little bit? Like, let's get back to the mural and and like for for um uh, our viewers who haven't actually seen it, tell us a little bit about that design. Okay, so the design itself. Um, one of the things when I first, my first meeting with Jordan at third man, one of the first paintings that she showed me that, that they saw mine was a, actually, a, I think it's a, it's like a 10 foot long American flag. Um, that was actually in my my debut art show dying by the gun oh right so, yeah yeah and so and that's that, where was that show at uh that was at the abandoned bakery in north nashville okay yeah and, and right. for people who weren't able to see that show your show dying by the gun was sort of focused on on violence in general really just social violence yep yep it was and that that show 
That hey, was Brian. Uh, check your email, Brian. I just forwarded some images to you that we might be able to use. I, I should have done that sure, sooner. Yeah. No uh, go ahead, Marlos. Yeah. So, um, Dying by the Gun was actually, uh, yeah, my debut art show as like a, uh, what do you call it? How many years ago was that? Four years, 2016. Four. Man, you've done a lot in four years, man. I know. I know. <laughs> It's, it's been it's been a wild ride. It's been a yeah. wild roller coaster. And you know, I love theme parks and stuff. Uh, well, not I love the fair over <laughs> theme parks. So uh, it's been a good ride. Yeah, there we yeah, go. So that is the mural. Um, so anyway, yeah, they they I eventually uh, when I did the show in I think it was yeah I did it in Knoxville. Um, at Fluorescent Gallery, and I had that flag, the original one, but I had it hanging halfway off the wall and halfway on the floor, on the ground. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember seeing an image of that. Yeah, and so that kind of inspired the flag on this, uh, and I'm like, I got I got a friend that was like, oh, why'd you put the flag? It feels patriotic, and I'm like, no, I think that's just what, what's at hand right now. Like, mm -hmm. Um, I like it. I think it's good that you had it on there. And I, I you know, honestly, it, it drives me crazy when, when people let one ideology or another, like take over a symbol. It's like, just because like, you know, uh, people, conservatives on the right might want to wave that flag all the time. It doesn't mean that people who don't agree with that shouldn't like also wave the flag for their own reasons. Like, why would you just let go of that symbol and let somebody else have it? You know what I mean? I, I think that's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I and I appreciate that perspective. But yeah, it's like, so I'm not supposed to do that, you know? No, like, um, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's I think it, I, I never once when I saw you that mural, I didn't for one second think, why is that flag on there? That's I think that's idiotic, man. Sorry, I mean maybe some smart people said that, but I just I just really like I said I just. I mean, symbols are important and symbols are powerful and you should never just let somebody else take a symbol. Fuck that. Take it back. You're damn right. See, <laughs> you're fired up right now. Joe, you are fired up right now. I, love I like this. I'm like, dang. Joe, I'm fire right now, man. <laughs> that coffee's kicking that's, in. <laughs> that's so real, though, because it's like, um, yo, this is a lot of what's going on in, in our life and it's going to bring us to these positive points in the future that we're looking for and fighting for is reclaiming shit that people have taken over in, in, a, in, in ways that don't necessarily benefit us all and benefit peace right. and prosperity, you know? So yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm, I'm putting that flag on there because I'll, also I put the flag on there in a, in a way of like questioning what's behind the flag and how, we feel about the flag and what's our relationship to the flag and to the country right now. Mm -hmm. So that's what that flag actually stands for too on this particular piece. It's like, yo, yes, we're here. We're in America. It's supposed to, it's labeled as land of the free and all that. But, um, what, what, where, where is America right now? Uh, which is if, you know, if we look back at the, that picture, if you notice there's no stars, in the blue portion oh yeah and so i think also thinking about it as if i'm like in school or you know like an elementary my, my mind just went back to 
And I was like, what's one thing that we get in, in like grade school? Stars for being good. Mm-hmm. Or you get nothing for being bad. <laughs> yeah. <And> so, like, <laughs> so I'm like, at this point, right now, a week before the election, America has not been good. No stars. <laughs> no, stars. <laughs> no stars. We can no earn stars. stars. <laughs> yeah. We can earn some stars, but it's no stars right now. But, you know, it also leaves room for it to earn stars possibly one day. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's what the flag was about. Uh, the other, on the other side, is uh, a figure I actually been playing with lately. The uh, well for a minute because it was in my show at uh, the YMP show at uh, track one, and that's the idea of a Statue of Liberty, but depicted as like a person of color, mm-hmm. and. I heard somebody say, oh, the Statue of Liberty doesn't have a color. Well, I, yeah, the one that you, that we see, like, it does have a color, but, uh, yeah, it's green. But, you know, as we know, like, there was another statue uh, monument that was presented to America first, and they, like, sent it back and didn't want it, but it was a depiction of a of, of, of black woman. Um so I think again, this is. Yeah, like tell me about recent. that history. Is that was that? Tell me about that. I don't think I'm aware of that story. Yeah, hold on one sec. Okay. Look at this view we got here. This is like some surrealism going on. The instant surrealism <laughs> from Marlos. Yeah, look at the angle <laughs> of this door. Your audio people, sorry for this. Uh... Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Very disturbing. Want- very disturbing camera angle. <laughs> wanted to uh wanted to give y'all a look into this is my mind uh on psychedelics. So, <laughs> uh, I like it, man. Yeah. So, but you know, uh, yeah. So, yeah, there was earlier designs of this statue as a woman of color, and like for whatever reason. It didn't pass through, but uh, so that was like so. Like France actually came up with a different statue, and America said no, thank you. And then they said, well, what about this one? And we said, all right, yeah, bring it. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard this. That was <laughs> yeah, so that's shitty. Wild. That's what I heard. Says, hey, we want to give you a giant statue. You should just say yes, thank you. <laughs> I know, right? But that's definitely what I heard, and uh, uh. So and then it was there, and then it's also the idea of, um, with all you know, the Statue of Liberty. What are all the liberties for? Who are they for? Mm-hmm. Up to this point, you know, and that's acknowledging that all these liberties haven't been equal. Mm-hmm. So I think that's me also saying, yo, let's let's talk about that and let's correct that. Mm-hmm. Let's actually, because I mean, they, you know. America could be great. Mm-hmm. It could be great. But until we get over these imbalances, like mm-hmm. it can't be great. Yeah. It seems like we've got we've got the right ideas and in many ways we've got a lot of supporting documents that point to those things and then when the actual practice happens, 
it's it doesn't work out right. You know what I mean? It doesn't actually come together where everyone's treated equally, which is what we're supposed to be doing, you know, and that's just the beginning of it. Yeah. And and one of the most beautiful things is being able to like and sometimes heartbreaking, but being able to just go off of people's actions. Mm-hmm. You know, and um like when that's when they're going to show you who they are and what they stand for. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So I choose that over the risk as far as being like, oh, this is only for these people or, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Yeah. You know, man. What about now, on the mural? There's a, there's a, like, there's like three like little faces at the bottom of the mural. What What are those about? I think those represent like all of I, us. I like those little characters, man. They're cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I think that represents all of us, and it's a call to folks <laughs> that like. Oh, uh oh, you're getting bombed. You're getting video bombed. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What? Somebody just blew up the vote. Hello. <laughs> no way. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> you can't escape. I felt me. like I felt like we've had each of you guys. I feel like we've had each of you guys on separately. Let's just have this out right now together right. in front of everybody. Let's just do this, ladies and gentlemen. Oh for, for those of you, did y'all plan this shit, man? This is crazy. I, 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 this just happened. <laughs> Okay. For those of you, for those of you who are for those of you who are just listening to the podcast, uh, we've we've been uh, joined by our old friend of the podcast. Now her second time on the podcast, Nuveen Barwari. Are you in Knoxville, Nuveen? I'm in Nashville. Oh, you're in Nashville. Okay, well, welcome home. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what have I missed? <laughs> <laughs> That's a that'd be a really good epitaph. What did I miss? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> dot dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> so we were we were talking about Marlos's uh, third man mural. We were talking about the, uh, the flag, and I, I think it's actually opportune that you came in right around the sort of the flag sort of deconstruction conversation because obviously that's pretty central uh, to, to a lot of uh, you know your your work as well. So uh, you know, for those who don't know Naveen, uh, you you will know her soon if you don't know her already. But <laughs> mainly, I just I appreciate you guys very much because you're sort of partners in crime and this really sort of. You, you guys are almost like a buddy cop movie or something. You know I mean? <laughs> it's the best movie you ever want to watch. I guarantee you. 48 hours and all that. Uh, bad boys, forget about them. So tell, tell us, tell the audience how you guys first ran into each other, just so we understand why you guys are this sort of dynamic duo. Where did it start? Or if it's a story that's really horrible, maybe you don't have to tell it. But <laughs> yeah, it's it's a horrible story. We met in a bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was actually I don't know. You, you could tell it, Nuveen. Welcome I mean, to the no, show. You guys, this is all about you. I just came to. She's just her... pop, just popping in, wrecking the place a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But uh. Y'all good, man. Y'all good. Y'all good. <laughs> y'all got me. Y'all got me. But um, oh, he's he's rattled right now. He's rattled. Yeah, we got him on no, the ropes. I, we got him on the ropes. <laughs> he's hey, mad. He's mad. You know what? You know 
what the deal is. He's mad that I sold the painting that um, he gave my parents. <laughs> he gave my parents a painting one day when he came over for for barbecue and and he like specifically told my parents like this is for y'all don't make sure Nuveen does not take it she's gonna sell it <laughs> and and that's what I did <laughs> I sold I sold a Marlo Sivan and it's, I shipped it to um, Nebraska and then the collector in Nebraska said that <laughs> Y'all see what I go through with her, man. <laughs> Marlos, like, you're famous in Nebraska. This? You're famous in Nebraska, bro. No, <laughs> this collector said that they're going to flip it and sell it to someone in Den Haag, Netherlands, in Holland. Marlos. Oh, my God. And guess who get to keep the money? <laughs> okay, look, look, look. Like, I, I feel like we walked past like some critical. I have a lot of questions. Okay. So let's back okay. it up a little bit here. She went right past a lot of things. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's start at the beginning here. What you okay. I just, just want to make sure I'm hearing this right. You guys have a beef because Marlos, you made a painting for her parents. This, right? Like this endearing soul gift. A beautiful from, painting for Nuvi's right? wonderful parents who I've met twice. Who and are then, wonderful people. I would give them a painting. And then exactly. if Nuveen then, wouldn't sell it. She wasted <laughs> and, then she, and then she wasted no time. She took it and sold it and kept the money. Yeah. And, 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 that's, not, that's, like and that's not that's not that's not everything. <laughs> hey, that's guess what? That's not everything. Like oh. <laughs> I also brought hold on one second. I don't know what just happened. My thing trying to do something weird. You look uh, good on our end. Hey, you got to make I your case right now. You got to make your case right I, now. So anyway, I also brought her mom a piece of fabric. Oh, yeah. Next thing I know, when when Nuveen does the the installation at um Coop, mm -hmm. the fabric on the wall. Yeah. What? She used <laughs> the fabric as a piece of art. <laughs> and I'm like, you took that too? Like, <laughs> what? Nuveen, we should point this out right away. Nuveen, that installation won Nuveen a Best of Nashville a notice <laughs> in the Nashville scene. And uh, and uh, Marlos, I believe you also got a Best of Nashville notice, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Got one for the for the hand painted t shirts. We yeah. That's rock. right. That's right. So, so, so all's well that ends well. Everybody's winning awards. I like <laughs> Joe. I like how you come in like like the dad, where it's like, did everybody get now, ice cream? Now, I think on. everybody got everybody ice cream. Got ice cream. So <laughs> no more yelling in the car. I'm turning this thing around and we're going home. <laughs> so, so like, what's going through your mind, Naveen? Did you even question for a moment, or were you just like, this was an instinct for you? Didn't even no second thought. What about selling the painting or yeah. selling the fabric or both? Either either one, yeah. Yeah, it was just like the second he pulled that painting out, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna make thousands off of this. Like I can't <laughs> like I was like, this is gonna be great. <laughs> and my parents, no, I'm not gonna lie though, like the first two weeks they had it, they were like keeping it from me and they're just kept they kept on saying, like, where is it? I'm like, Don't worry, it's it's in the hallway, it's upstairs, it's in the hallway. And they kept on <laughs> Um, and then were they yeah. worried? Did they know you were going to take it? Yeah, because he warned them. <laughs> yeah, 
I told them straight up. I was like, yo, please don't let her get her hands on none of these. Like, a- I made this just for y'all. I know what she's going to try to do. Please don't let her do it. And I, look, I looked at, I looked at um, both her sisters, too, and I was like, yo, please don't let her do this. <laughs> and everybody was like, yes, yeah, we'll make sure. We'll make sure. And then this thing I know, I, I sold a painting. What? <laughs> That's wild. But, I love um, having like, I love having famous friends who make expensive paintings. You know, yeah. like it's just great. <laughs> easier to sell, easier to sell too than selling your your installations. Don't uh, it's hard to sell an installation. Exactly. Yeah. 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 When is when is somebody going to figure that out? It's I tough. Think you they know. Just did. <laughs> like um Tell my friend's paintings. Nuveen actually just got commissioned to do an installation at somebody's house. Oh, good congratulations. Yeah. Is that gonna be in Knoxville or where you where's that gonna be at? That's gonna be in Nashville. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what's so, the yeah, what's the address? It's, it's a trick. It's I'm a- just kidding. <laughs> It's a tricky, it's a tricky dynamic. I think um, more and more because like these installations that I do is like, there's pieces. So maybe I think I'm starting to like work around the idea of like, okay, you can't buy the whole installation, but you can get pieces from this installation, right? I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, There was a show, also another show at Channel to Channel recently, uh, which is right by Coop, uh, you know, and uh um, for people who aren't familiar with the Wedgwood Houston art gallery, uh, layout. Um, but th- there was a, a, a show that, uh, two women just did there. I just wrote a review about it, but there was a particular part of that, uh, show where they had a, uh, and basically an installation laid out like a, like a, a meat section at a grocery store. And, um, and it really functioned as a whole sort of ensemble piece that felt like you were actually in a grocery store. Um, and of course that's not for sale, but there were individual pieces of it that were these little sculptures of steaks are particularly beautiful. So, so that's the same kind of thing where you've got an installation that can be kind of broken down into components that you can turn around and those can be sold to collectors. Yeah. So there you go. Collect all three. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, we, we uh, have we have we have now gotten into a whole other discussion about uh, about monetizing art projects, which is okay. <laughs> well, you, well, you see, but well, here's the thing: we have the authority on it, right? Because it's true. First, first rule of monetizing art: why limit it to your own? Right. Why not sell someone else's Mon- art? <laughs> <laughs> monetize. Monetize any art, any art that you can just get your hands on. And Marlos, this is so funny. This is reminding <laughs> me of of a a story. T- Earlier today, some shit was going down that I was talking to my wife about, and she would and she reminded me of the Basquiat film. Which is which sort of focuses on the earliest earlier part of Basquiat's life, where then this is like a true story about Basquiat, who I know you you have a lot of reverence for, and you've you've referenced him in your in your work a bunch. But when yeah. when he was first doing his paintings, uh, when he first sort of got popular, like stuff he was uh, he was having paintings that were like half finished get signed and sold before he could even finish them. So, so right. it seems like you're in good company, Marlos. People stealing your work and selling it out from underneath you and frustrating you in the process. That's just because you're a rock star. So exactly. get used to it. 
Yo, it's major, man. It's major. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the, uh, the next it's level is that. like uh, that sort of uh, that Banksy guy, you know, goes and cuts the slabs of concrete out, yeah. you know, and like puts it on a on a crate and ships it back to wherever, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's pretty like Jack White's going to be pissed, man, because somebody's going to come and just chew up all of the front of Third Man Records. Just Naveen's to get that beer. Cutting out the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> oh, he is, oh, I see. Right. It's, Naveen, you've got it, right? So, yeah, you're saying like that's a hundred different pieces of work. Oh, yeah. That's not one work. Yeah. So, like, yeah. let's, yeah. Why let's sell get it these? once when I can sell, sell it five times? Well, I mean, the, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, so hey. the mural, the mural obviously will be up through uh, next week. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it can probably stay up for a while. We don't really know what's going to happen because there is going to be so many votes uh, that are going to go in through the mail this year. I voted by mail this year for the very first time. Um, and I yeah. feel like, I feel like this election season, it, I mean, it should properly be over next Tuesday, but it won't yeah. be, you know what I mean? It's going to go on for a little while while we're counting the chads in Florida. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. By the way, by the way, Joe, when you just said that, I realized how like really 2000 was a long time ago, right? 20, that was 20 years ago when we went through oh, that that's election. Crazy man. I can't so, believe I, it. And I realized that generationally you can't even make jokes a lot of times. Like if you say dimpled chads or something, like people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Are you, you guys about? might not even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Right. And back in 2000, when the, when the voting got so crazy, it was, it was just because the counts were so close and there, so there's all these recounts going on. And in Florida, they had these, these things where instead of people filling in a circle, people actually punched a hole right well in certain Punch card yeah and and they call the the piece of paper that gets punched out literally is called a chad so down in florida <laughs> they had this whole controversy where somebody would punch like okay i'm voting for al gore okay and it's like okay there's all somebody punched it but the but the little piece of paper the chad didn't go all the way through it didn't come off it's actually hanging there so did they punch it or did they not punch it by the way the hanging the chad that's right, like that's so, also yeah. that's also the annoying guy at the frat party <laughs> yeah yeah well so it's, come on y'all so that was, a, that was a, <laughs> by the way i should i wish i had it i wish i had it right near me but upstairs i have um uh an artist um gave these to me but they it's essentially like a plexiglass cube that is actual chads from the florida election the oh, that's awesome. from the contested votes inside this uh epoxy or whatever you know sort of uh, box sealed in there and then they uh, were uh, just she dyed them uh, I guess blue or whatever but they're actually chads from the election in this weird Whoa, cube that's, weird. that's cool but it, but it did just occur to me though like how how uh, you know like that that was a nightmare and that went that was like really before the internet was so pervasive and social media was not a thing and uh, and that went on for what like six weeks and it's it's so, it's, it's a weird thing too because what the end result of all of that was that at some point the Supreme Court stepped in and said, stop counting the votes. It's over. Mm -hmm. uh, George Bush is the president. And yeah. um, uh, and there's a very good chance that something like that will actually be happening again here soon. Um, so so it's it's that's that's really people are thinking about they're speculating about all these different things that could happen regarding the recent uh, uh, Supreme Court uh, nominee who's now on the Supreme Court. But really, the immediate thing that's happening is the Supreme Court's going to be stepping into this election and making decisions. I, I almost guarantee it. 
Oh yeah. And um and they already are. And you know, so so that's that's really the immediate problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is what's what's it going to be about? And I, as I remember, I don't remember exactly how it all went down, but as I remember, it was like literally, it was like they had the authority to do it. They jumped in and made this decision, and mm -hmm. and that's just that's the system when it gets completely crazy. So it's going to definitely get crazy this time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think that we're all in a strange state of sort of suspended suspended animation right now, just trying to like yeah, just try to like glide over the next week and see right what what shakes out. I have this strange sort of idea in my head that what's actually going to happen is all of these fears of a contested election and all this are going to be gone in a moment because Trump's going to see how how imagine he's he loses by eight points or whatever. Uh, what if he just was like all of a sudden as soon as he saw that it was just like I don't know this is a lot of work I don't really feel like doing this I don't really want it that much you know like if he just walked away and be like you know what I can actually make more money over here now anyway private sector I'm just gonna so. take my ball and go home right like <laughs> like where everybody where it just blows everybody's mind right where they're like oh you know but that's ultimately nothing but this weird fantasy that I, I keep allowing myself to have it's gonna be a nightmare so here we, here we go guys right it's gonna be a lot of fun but in the meantime we have the means to sort of get all this stuff out and do what we can about it. And, and Marlis, it's real cool that you've been uh, able to contribute in a really visible and meaningful way right when it counts the most, you know? Yeah, man. And I, I remember, um, I don't know if you remember this, but I feel like um, me and Nuveen had a conversation one time and, and I was like, yo, I wish, I wonder, like, I think it's when Trump got elected. I was like, yo, I wonder if we did all we could do to like help spread yes, this I remember message. that conversation. Yeah. And so now, and I think you made a good point at the time, like, yo, we did, we did what we had to do and needed to do. And I think with this, um, with this mural, that was the, the, the opportunity presented itself to be able to do something in, you know, somewhat impactful. And uh, I think that's why also, I think it's a really important piece just for me to be able to put that out there. It's so and make a, make a contribution, you know? Man, it's it's great. Uh, so, hey, real, real quick guys, we gotta wrap this up, but I wanna make sure that uh, any proper shout outs of current projects or Naveen, if you've got any ways you're, uh, you know, whatever cons you're running in your game, you know, you wanna, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just trying to collect as many Marlos Yvonne. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know if y'all saw my, uh, one of my latest tweets, but I'm actually, if anybody knows a good lawyer, let me talk to them because I got to be able to block this from happening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marlos. Marlis, you, you, uh, I saw a list, a roster list for, uh, the, um, the mutual aid society benefit show that's coming up at red arrow. And I saw your name on there. You want to talk a little bit about that? Oh yeah. Um, uh, so some, some people I know that are involved with that project, they hit me up and were like, yo, um, we got this mutual aid, uh, benefit that we're trying to do that benefits, uh, it's like a kind of like its own stimulus uh, type situation. And I was like, yo, uh, I would love to contribute to that. So I'm going to have a couple of works on paper uh, available, I guess, for auction. I, I think they're doing an auction, maybe. 
Yeah, they're doing an auction. I'm I'm actually having to look it up myself. Isn't this just like uh, you know you're in an art show and you're and both of us are like I don't know when it is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's so the uh, the the Salt Weekly is a is a zine uh, that's that's put together by John Sewell and Daniel Pujol and uh, there's uh, there's some other folks involved in that uh, people who are involved with the packing plant building in the Wedgwood Houston neighborhood and they have uh, tried to organize a, a mutual aid society which is just a way for the community to sort of pool some resources together so that when people who don't have you know money or food or clothes and things like this so there's things available basically it's it's just a good socialist tool to use to organize together to make sure that your neighbors are taken care of so they they wanted to get this started back in march but obviously everything got crazy and they haven't been able to sort of do a proper benefit the way they've wanted to but we are going to have a benefit and it's going to be at red arrow gallery on the 14th of november so it'll be a couple weeks from now and marlos is in it i'm in it there's a whole host of uh of uh it's a really fucking rad lineup uh that's in the show i'm not going to name everybody but you'll be seeing some news about it soon but but i was i was excited earlier because i got the i got the press release from lauren earlier today and i didn't know who else was going to be in it she had asked me to, if i would put a piece in it a couple weeks ago and she got she you know hit me up on instagram today and said hey i just emailed you the press release and i was like oh damn this is a fucking rock and roll show like it's a bunch of good people in it and uh, i'm not card. surprised it's a great it's a very good uh it's a very good cause and um uh and it kind of reminds me a little bit it's it's sort of a bigger version of what we did back in uh back at the beginning of the year for magruder so i'm always i mean i'm always happy to sort of get involved with these benefits when it's especially when it's like stuff where it's like the art community taking care of the art community you know what i mean and uh and then the this is this is a little bit broader than that but it's 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 still you know just all of uh, all the creative folks getting together to do something smart and helpful you know what i mean so uh i'm excited about being a part of that too oh yeah hey, definitely definitely hey marlos did we blow your mind with uh the naveen surprise yeah man y'all <laughs> like, that that was actually a really good one because <laughs> that's the last thing I expected today. <laughs> I hope you'll come yeah. back on the show, Marlos. And I just want you to know this was all Brian's idea. I didn't know anything about this. <laughs> so good. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> that's and, awesome. and you know, like it. I can't even be mad. I can't even be mad. <laughs> like, you know, so, uh, we, we need to go ahead and redo Best of Nashville. <laughs> and, and let's throw this on there for Best Surprise of the Year. So, <laughs> best Podcast yeah. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, a, that was a really good one. And uh, I appreciate y'all inviting yeah, me back and all of that. You know, it's it's been a crazy couple weeks. Like, it's been wild. And, um, I'm just—I don't even know. I guess hey. looking forward to finishing out the year strong. I really want to go somewhere. I don't yeah. know where to go though, and I, I really know. The feeling—the feeling of wander uh, lust is is intense right now. It's unmanageable, really. Uh, I've been contemplating some pretty ridiculous things. I'm like, I can't afford it. Like, you can't have an RV for a month. Yeah, like, you know, but it, but I, but I might, you know. Anyway, so uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. I know it's just it's not cheap, but yeah, yeah. I I, I did an RV trip earlier this summer for work, uh, for, for a f drone thing project, and it was the like we didn't have to deal with anybody the whole time anywhere we went for anything. We were just self-contained little bubble That's on the right. road, and we were gone for a week and a half and never had any problem. And 
we stayed in the state parks and you just kind of hang out. It was amazing, man. I just, I'm, I'm all like, there's moments like, you know, you, Joe, you might be able to attest to this, but there's like little, like in the same way that like maybe a woman has a, a moment in her life where something maternal instinct kind of draws upon her and she starts to realize perhaps maybe she wants to have a child for a middle-aged white, for a, for a middle-aged <laughs> white, middle-aged white male. It's like, should we get an RV? <laughs> I haven't thought of the RV thing yet, but I you definitely will. Really you feel will. the, I definitely feel the, I wish, I mean, this would be a time of year. <laughs> our family, our family is spread all over the place. So this time of year is the time of year when we would normally be traveling, whether we wanted to or not, because we had to get to see everybody because it's the holidays are coming up and, you know, we got to go, go up to Michigan and go out West and things like that. So this, this is normally a time of year when we'd be seeing everybody and we're definitely a little bummed that, you know, all that stuff's pretty much on hold for now. So it's yeah. also too, I mean, we're dealing with, we, we have elderly parents and stuff and it's like, yep. you know, I don't want to be dragging viruses into the house at Christmas. Don't want to be that guy. You yeah, don't want to yeah, be yeah, that guy. Totally. By the way, a uh, quick little side note. Uh, I, I want to wrap this up, but uh, Nick Newell tested positive for COVID today and, oh, is no. out of, and is out of his fight tonight. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So imagine training for a fight for three months and then yeah. you, you have two negative tests, then you have a positive test and you can't fight. There's no a big, a big Bellator fight tonight, guys. I don't yeah. know how much you guys follow Bellator yeah. MMA, but big fight coming up. <laughs> Get on it. Get on it. Big, big fight tonight. But uh, anyway, hey, thank you guys I got so much. Lima. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, wait, Marlos, what's going on over here? Let's see. What is Marlos, Marlos is doing this. When I was a kid in Detroit, uh, we used to watch a TV show called whoa. Sir Graves Ghastly. He was a horror movie host, and he would do this thing where he'd, he'd have the, a guy upside down mouth, like lip syncing to a song, and uh, it looked terrifying because it was so surreal. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Sing a song, Marlos. Sing us a song, Marlos. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> you got it right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You got it right. I've been I've been enjoying your music on those uh, on on the uh, the the Red Arrow segments on the Virtual Art Crawl. Like they've been featuring Marlos Marlos's uh, music, and it's been really rad. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Um, uh, so my album is about to come out soon, and yeah, tell us about that, man. Yeah, so it's the debut Velvet Castles album. It's called Velvet City, and um, I got my friends Chris and Sicily, sister wife, and they helping me like finalize it. But it's ten tracks. Right um, on. What does Chris pretty, do? Is that my, is that my, is that Chris that I know? Chris De Detroit, Chris. Chris. Um. Uh, Chris. Uh, Warmall, who shoots video. He's been shooting the videos for like um, the Gallery Association. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and so we shot a video for that song I just sang, and it's getting edited now. It's almost Killer. done. Hey, Marlo, yeah. he's, he's done a good job with those videos at the for the gallery. Yes. Oh man, yeah, he's yeah he's dope. So when people want to see this, uh, where do they go? Uh, the video I, we haven't made up our minds yet. All right. Yeah. Should they just be, should should everybody be following you on Twitter and Instagram? Yeah, uh, I get ratchet on Twitter, and so like, <laughs> you know, uh, just know that it gets really it gets pretty ratchet and <laughs> but informative at the same time. So yeah, <laughs> um, which is uh, M A R L O S. E-V-A-N and the number two. Mm -hmm. And then Instagram just at Marla Savan, right? Yeah. And 
I can let you. I tell you right now, if you're gonna follow me on there, the story. I don't really post anymore, so the stories is where it's at. Okay, stories is where it's at. But if they follow yeah. you on Twitter, sometimes they can they can actually they can get in on this interaction with you and and uh, and Nuveen, which is a lot of fun. Oh, yes, 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 it is. You guys are both like saving your tweets as evidence for later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wants to get lawyers involved. So, it's <laughs> hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, uh, I'm trying to keep it all cool. But <laughs> if, if you want to see, yeah, that side of us, like, come on. <laughs> Twitter. Like some people and, will reach out to me and be like, "Yo, what's wrong? Like, are y'all okay?" Just from looking at our tweets. Oh yeah, you remember that one time? One time, oh my god, one time we were working on something, and like we made, we both made us. We was we were like working together in the same space and making t- crazy tweets. <laughs> and somebody hit Nuveen up and was like, "What's going on?" And he's like, <laughs> literally side by side, laughing about yeah. it. So it's it's kind it's of uh it's where you can find out what's happening and get pulled down some performance art, uh, sort of somewhere between truth and non-reality uh, wormholes of of uh, of amazingness. So hey, oh, uh, and quickly, Nuveen, uh, we'll put your stuff in the show notes too for everybody. If, if people make sure to go back and listen to our episode from the different world that we used to be in. Uh, but the first time you came on the podcast, that was a blast. And uh, make sure you go back and listen to that. And then uh, uh, where should people find you? Yeah, Instagram. Oh, man, I got so many Instagrams. Okay, so it's Nuveen Berwari. <laughs> My personal uh, one is N-U-V-E-E-N. B-A-R-W-A-R-I. I'm sure y'all have my name or somewhere on there. And we'll put it in the text, um, yeah. And then Twitter is the same thing. My first and last name. And then I got Fufu Creations. F-U-F-U Creations. Um, <laughs> that's both Twitter and Instagram. And then I got New Wave Podcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's yeah. right. There's that too. That's New dope. Wave with only one W. What else? Am I missing one? I got the Finsta mm-hmm. too, but I'm not gonna share that. We need to do a yeah, full yeah. catch up with you sometime because so much has happened. So you've, you've cranked up all kinds of good things. So hey, uh, all right, well we're gonna get out. Uh, Joe, do you have anything quickly you want to plug for yourself? Uh, I've got a new OnlyFans, but we'll put that in the text. <laughs> right, right. Don't ask and you shall receive. Mm, yeah, I got some. I put some Marlos's music in the background. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna turn down this live here, and then we'll hang out here backstage uh, for a minute after and say goodbye. But uh, for everybody else, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Peace, everybody. Appreciate Happy y'all. Okay, guys, I love the Art Fight podcast, and I listen to every episode even though I am a robot trying to sound like an actual person. I know it takes a lot to keep the podcast going. How can I help? Go to anchor.fm forward slash Art Fight Podcast. Click on the button, the big old button that says support this podcast. And once you get there, you'll have three options. You can just choose the lowest level. You're going to pledge 99 cents a month to, to our production and and help us out again anchor.fm forward slash art fight podcast click on support this podcast all right
Thanks, everyone.